You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, a few items to get to in this opening segment here of the final hour of the Lake Show. Involving college football. And the first is, and that this is absolutely the right decision. 100% the right decision. I don't know who ends up getting the Alabama job, but Dan Lanning is making the right decision and choice. Dan Lanning, as you know, is the head coach at Oregon. His name has come up, has come up rather, ever since Nick Saban retired from coaching yesterday. And Lanning has been, he's got ties to the Alabama job because he was a grad assistant for Saban in 2015, was there for a couple of years. Man, listen, the success that he had at Oregon, I think he could be the face of that program for many years to come. Oregon is Nike. That is the dominant Nike school. That's Nike money. For college football. Mm -hmm. It ain't the only Nike school, but that is the Nike school. That's Phil Knight. That's his squad. So if I'm him, knowing the success that Oregon has had and has, I stay right there, man. Props to you, bro. Congratulations. I'm glad you didn't take the bait. And look, I know Alabama, row tide. That money's long. But it's not like he's not getting paid to coach at Oregon. That's a good situation. And I'm, I, I say bravo to him. That's a, that's a great Called by him to go ahead and stay there. He put out a video post on social media. He says, if you're scared your coach is leaving, then come play for us. The Ducks aren't going anywhere, and I'm not leaving. That's that's awesome. He says, I want to be here in Eugene for as long as Eugene will have me. That's a guy. That's a guy that gets it. That's a guy that understands that um, that works, I think. Yeah. Good call for him. Yeah, and I think immediately – when you feel that your name is going to be associated with it, it's going to be a distraction for recruit because I mean, now we're into the position where it's not just about recruiting. It's the portal and you need to make sure that you can offer stability even more. So I think more than other because how many times do we see a player commit and then decommit from the portal right away? Like it, it's, it's nonsensical at this point. So absolutely. If you feel like, you want to clear up any of that rumor and innuendo right off the bat. You come out and you say it, and yeah, I mean, that's what's what's the first school that always gets these hyper-obscure jerseys and helmet combinations? 
It's always well, Oregon. They've got the best in the business. It's all. It's always Oregon. You try it out on Oregon before you try it out on anybody else, and. Okay. Now, I don't even think you try. I mean, I think that Oregon just knows that whatever they throw on, people are going to love. Oh, because people know that Oregon is that school. Even for the non-college football fan, you know that they're going to come out with something that's going to be funky and people are going to love it. All right. This one, you know me, man. I, I hate everything about this. Are you familiar with uh, Casey Thompson? No. Fill me in. All right. College football quarterback. He's committed to Oklahoma. Okay. He's been at Texas. He's been at Nebraska. He's been at FAU. And now he's at Oklahoma. His fourth institution, this will be his fourth school in seven years. This is not what college athletics is about. It is now. He played three games, then he tore his ACL, was granted a medical hardship waiver for another year. I just, come on, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? This is not, what this is in the spirit of college athletics, four years, seven, I mean, four institutions in seven years. I, I mean, it's, How I get old is this guy? There. He's gonna be. He's he's gonna. He's twenty six. I'm gonna say he, he's gonna. Oh no no no! He'll turn twenty six on October the third. Okay, he's getting into that Kirk Cousins territory right now. <laughs> I know, right? I, just, I wouldn't have been shocked if he had said he's thirty. He's he's thirty six, coming off a serious injury. Can you think he can quarterback the Vikings? No, listen. What's the old saying? Don't hate the player, hate the game. I, I don't hate both. Yeah, I, I don't agree with it. I think it's taking advantage of the system. But until the system changes. Oh, no, I'm not saying he's doing anything wrong. I just hate that the system is set up this way. Yeah, it is ridiculous because at the end of the day, when he's used up all of his eligibility, what's next? You're going to look back at all of these college credits that have been wasted. And, I mean, I don't know what are you taking, university studies or, I, I mean, you know, general, you know, horticulture. I mean, who knows? what these classes are, but we know, and I think, was it last week, earlier this week or last, I can't remember, but there was a story. I can't remember. Was it something you brought up, but it was about college kids. When they transfer, they lose credits. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is no intent of getting a college degree here. There's none, none at all. It's putting too much of an emphasis on, on playing. And I I don't like that. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I mean, the state of college athletics is it's less college and more athletics. Let, let me let me throw this not only to you but to the listening audience. We all are aware of last year after the national championship game, University of Georgia, one of their players and another staff member was killed in an automobile accident. Okay, and now according to Mark uh, Slabach from ESPN. Football recruiting staffers at the University of Georgia routinely drove rented vehicles after consuming alcohol, according to court documents filed Thursday by attorneys representing a former staffer who was seriously injured in a car wreck that killed a Bulldogs player and another staff member. Okay, Victoria Bowles, she survived the crash, okay, that killed two individuals. 
Um, the lawsuit said that LaCroix's, uh, LaCroix was the woman that died. She was one of the staffers, Chandler LaCroix. She passed away. Uh, and also um, the player um, that was another player that was driving is the former Georgia player, Jalen Carter, who's now a star lineman with the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Police alleged that LaCroix and Carter, now a rookie with the Eagles, were racing when the SUV being driven by LaCroix left the road and crashed to a utility pole and trees. The lawsuit said LaCroix's SUV was traveling at a, oof, at least 104 miles per hour when it crashed and had been racing another SUV driven by Carter for 45 seconds or less. Police said LaCroix's blood alcohol concentration was .197, nearly two and a half times the legal limit. This is where I'm at with this, though. Even if it's true that football recruiting staffers at the University of Georgia routinely drove rented vehicles after consuming alcohol, I think that there should be a punishment clearly on the program, uh, on the university. I mean, just you can't have that. I don't put that on Kirby Smart, though. You've got to put some of it on him. You have to put some of it on Kirby's How? If he's not in the car with him, if you're an adult, I don't care how old you are, you know that you're not supposed to be drinking and driving. If Kirby Smart's not there on on location, how is it on him? Now, 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 it's his program and their staffers. So, of course, he's going to take some of the blame. I'm not going to sit here and say that he doesn't wear some of it. All I'm saying is he is not the person – that is babysitting them at that particular time, but at the, but at this point it becomes a it becomes a problem of the culture of yes. the program. Yes, because we've seen it and we've seen a young lady that lost her life yep. because of the irresponsibility. Yep. So I feel like and he gets some pushback. For yeah, that. and 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 rightfully so. But he shouldn't be getting fired or anything like that. No, no, no. He shouldn't yeah. be fired. But I feel like he has got to be more accountable, and he's got to put more repercussions. And more punishment on something like this. Absolutely. And, and whatever the dealership is, if I'm a dealership, I stay as far away from this as possible. Why would you even want No, no to- chance. No chance. That's ha- if, if you're a dealership, you're going to stay away from Georgia football? That's not happening. But if, if – That's not happening. But – That's not even That's not even realistic. But what, what about your, your company being associated with drinking and driving? Hey, you're the one that – They're not get- doing it that way. They're viewing it as we're associated with Georgia football, which is one of the best football programs in the world. But not all good, not all press is good press. Like, I, you're the, you're the one that's giving them the vehicle. Let me ask you this: what 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 dealership is 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 uh, involved in this? I don't know. I don't hey, know the dealership. That's, that's my point. We don't know, so but, it doesn't matter. No, it it does matter because How? because you, you're the one that's doing business with a university. That apparently is not taking this problem seriously. But nobody around the world knows about the about, about what dealership this is. The only people that know are the people in Athens, Georgia. I'm sure it would be very easy to find out, though. I, I it would be very, very easy to. I could Google it and find out right now. You could because we're talking about this on a radio show. The average Joe Blow doesn't give a damn about what dealership. What they care about is is that those kids no longer drink and drive because it's not on the dealership. But the dealership, if you're going to continue to do business and allow these people that are in a program 
that they are allowed the flexibility to drink and drive with no repercussions from the person that's running the program, then I would have a problem doing business with them because to me that's, that's an ethical problem. No, but that's that's no, but that's 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 a stretch because we're now we're not saying what they're alleging is alleging is that it's happened multiple times. That has to be proven as factual in in in, in a court of law. But even beyond that, I let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If there's a hotel chain and and you're in, in downtown Minneapolis and, and it comes out that there's multiple instances of alleged sexual abuse or sexual mm-hmm. assault, do you think that all of a sudden people are not going to be going to that hotel? Of course not. Of course they are. Why? They, they're, 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 there are some people that you, will not, though. You, you can have a – and everybody has a right to boycott and do whatever, but I don't think that there's going to be any sort of backlash whatsoever towards a dealership that's aligned with the University of Georgia, even though um, there are instances of of situations where people were drinking and driving. Because to me at that particular point, it's about the drinking and driving and the conduct of the person. It's not about the vehicle and where they get the vehicle from at all. But if this is not potentially an an, an isolated incident, I mean, why – I just – I would not, me personally – and, okay, maybe I'm in the minority on this, but if I'm running a dealership and I'm working with a a, a high-profile college football program and allowing them to lease vehicles for me, but I know that allegedly – that a lot of their staff has a tendency to drink and drive and the head coach will look the other way to a certain extent. Why would I want to continue to run the liability of continue to be, to to be continually connected with that? I I don't think that in any way, shape or form that we would truthfully identify um, a sponsor Somebody that's that's doing business with the University of Georgia, and these incidents arise, and we're going to look necessarily, ultimately, negatively at this. But you're associated this, with these acts, though. I get that. You're associated. I mean, to me, to be associated with it is enough for me to just give me pause. Really? Yeah. Not necessarily. It would it would definitely give me pause. Hmm. I think this is a unique circumstance. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think that because, like, I'll repeat again, nobody in the world knows what what dealership is connected to it at all. Now we could go digging in the weeds and we can start doing some sleuthing and CSI stuff, whatever. I mean, I bet if I do a Google search, I, maybe we could, we could find it. Maybe we couldn't. I don't think it's. I think that you deal with. Um, the University of Georgia, and you admonish them and you deal with them in some sort of way. But I don't think that any conduct towards the the dealership um, comes down at all. So you, so you wouldn't have a problem if you were running a dealership and you were doing business with, uh, with the program. You wouldn't have a problem if they continually had these instances of drinking and driving. We're just learning of that now. Like 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 moving forward, I would have an issue if they continue to con- continue. Okay. But but I don't think that after this, because it all comes out now. Moving forward, if it continues, then yeah, you would have an issue. And and quite frankly, I think that people would have an issue more issue with Georgia not being able to nip it in the bud as opposed to the. And, well, and, and I mean, we've already seen Kirby Smart be defiant about things like this in the past. So I don't expect Kirby Smart to be the guy up there and be like, you know what, I'm going to take responsibility because I'm a good person. That is not the impression I get from Kirby Smart. Maybe I'm wrong, 
But so far, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Word on the street, that's next year on The Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, it's time for Word on the Street back here on the Lake Show. Let's dive into Word on the Street. We're a little bit behind, went a little bit over in the last segment, but no worries. We got time. Let's get it in. All right, let's get to it, H. Lake. I don't know if you're... uh... If you're an Elton John fan or not, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider myself a fan. I, I appreciate Elton John though. Yeah, I, I, I saw him a couple times. Really, a- absolutely great. Okay. Yeah, one of the best concerts I ever saw was Billy Joel and Elton John. I go see together. Elton John. Oh man, he was great. Anyway, he's auctioning off some incredible finds from his Atlanta home, and bidders can get their hands on some of the most uh, recognizable memorabilia. Wait, 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 wait. from the Rocket Man. Elton John has a crib in Atlanta. Yeah, doesn't doesn't seem like an Atlanta cat to me. Bought a bought a condo back in 1992. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you, I give it to. Okay, you were you, you were in the dirty South. You were in the the ATL. I think it was on Peachtree Street. But uh, the auction is called the collection of Sir Elton John. Goodbye, Peachtree Road is going down next month at Christie's in New York with everything belonging to the singer coming from his condo in Georgia, which he did buy back in 1992. Huh. Folks can bid on a diamond necklace that said the bitch is back, which I love that. It's expected to fetch $40,000. A pair of his performance-worn silver platform boots with his initials on it could snag 10000 Okay. His grand piano is also heading to the auction, and that could get thirty to 50000 that seems low for an Elton John grand piano. That seems very, very low. And that comes with a lot of history. Also up for auction are more pieces of his wardrobe photographs and a unique 18-karat gold watch, a Julian Schnabel portrait of uh, Elton, which could make up to $300,000. I would think the piano would be worth more than the, the artwork. Uh, bids open up next month. And the exhibit will be open to the public throughout February at Christie's New York City showroom. So start saving now or go fund me if you're a mega fan. 
But if you're broke, though, well, it's going to be a long, long time before you can <laughs> snag some of this. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. I I had no idea, man. Yeah? Man, he's doing his thing in the ATL. Yeah. Are you Googling uh, Elton John in I'm not. Atlanta? I'm not. Are you uh, Googling Atlanta or uh, no. Georgia football? And no, no. Drunk? No. Okay, never no. mind. Are, are you uh, are you a big fan of Ted, the, uh, the the talking teddy bear from Seth MacFarlane? Uh, I'm not even hip on it. Okay. I enjoyed it. It was uh, just about a foul-mouthed teddy bear who came to life. Mm-hmm. And I uh, had a couple of, of movies with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Well, Seth MacFarlane is bringing it back in a Peacock prequel that solves the why no Mark Wahlberg question. Mm. By featuring the question as a uh, – by featuring the character as a teenager – with the Wish Upon a Star teddy bear as his only pal. It's basically Alf with a lot more F-bombs. Oh, really? Yeah. So you remember Alf, uh, Alien Life yeah, Farm? Absolutely, which, which yeah. Which is really original, by the way. I liked it. It was good. Alf was good. Yeah, it was fun. I thought, I thought the daughter was, uh, was, was kind of hot in Alf. I don't remember the daughter. I can't remember what her name was, but okay. I know I was thought I, I thought she was a cutie patootie. Uh, R.I.P. to uh, Diana. But the show, it's raunchy, it's juvenile. They say it's proudly offensive and occasionally very, very funny. I Full disclosure, I will absolutely watch this by myself or with my wife, probably by myself. Now, for those that are unfamiliar with the movie, John Bennett, who's played by Max Burkholder, made his wish in 1985, bringing his teddy bear to life and briefly bestowing fame and riches upon him. But now it's 1993. John is a 16-year-old high school student, and the world has moved on so much that the highlight of Ted's day is watching The Price is Right. Now, the pair live in Massachusetts with John's parents, his beer-swilling racist dad, and put-upon mother, as well as a cousin who rents the room above the garage, which Ted compares to Anne Frank's attic. Mm. Now, although best known for uh, Family Guy and American Dad, McVarlane has branched out into the live-action fair, and Ted allows him to explore the more outlandish, sensibilities in a comfortably sized package ted premieres january 11th which i believe is uh today on peacock which i won't see because i don't have peacock oh see i i've got peacock so uh i'm gonna get snipped and i'm gonna watch some ted i'm gonna have to go watch uh the the chiefs game at a bar because i don't have peacock no peacock man that's just i i don't i don't like i understand what the nfl is trying to do i don't think it's smart though. i don't think it's smart either yeah. Because you're taking your product and you're making it less accessible yeah. to fans. And I'm going to go to a bar and watch it. So I'm going to go watch it for free somewhere and order some food. So I'm going to end up paying for dinner. Yeah. And then I'm not going to watch Peacock moving forward anyway. Yeah, this is a – this is a, a you know, it's like the Thursday night games being on Amazon Prime. I mean, most people have Amazon and Amazon Prime. But really, how many people – who have the Amazon Prime package actually take advantage of the video? No. I don't. I don't think a lot of people do. Right now, we we do, but a part of that is is the NFL package. So, so there we go. I mean, I could do one more story, or we're mm, we're good. We're eight thirty. Okay. Yeah, we're good. I mean, we're we can good. we can end with Ted. I'm I'm okay with that. All right, we'll wrap that up. Coming up next. In the news lately has been this grounding of the Boeing seven thirty seven Max nine. But the good news for those that travel here in Minnesota. Next, after weather on the Lake Show. All right, the best news that you'll hear with regards to this Boeing 737 MAX 9 
is that of all of the places and airports, Minneapolis-St. Paul will be one of the least affected because the plane type itself is not frequently seen at the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. Uh, The newer 737 MAX 9 planes fly here sporadically, operated by just two airlines with a small market share, and that's Alaska Airlines, which I've never flown. You ever flown Alaska? I have not, no. And United. I always figured that you had to go to Alaska or come from Alaska to fly Alaska Airlines, so I never did. (laughs) Okay. Um, They had the situation in Portland. January the 5th, the door, the the, the emergency exit, uh, the door comes open. It just flew off. Oh, boy. I, I Listen, I, I can't even imagine, bro. Like, like me, you wouldn't have been able to tell me anything at that particular. I think if I was on that plane, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever get on a plane again, ever in my life. No, I, I, don't, I, don't bl- I don't blame you. I, th- I think. People that even were a little, you know, had a little bit of trepidation, I'm sure they've all, they're like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it because now in the back of your head, it's, it's going to, it's going to be there and it should be there. Well, I, I, I saw something. There was a story about a woman. There was an interview with a woman that was on the plane um, and the woman was traumatized by it, which I totally understand. Oh, that. I, I, if you're not traumatized, then something's wrong with you. It, it's I don't know what would happen in life that could be more traumatic than being in the middle of a flight or on an airplane in the air and the door just comes off and you feel and what? This is not enough. Do you want to hear this is posted three hours ago. So I'm seeing this for the first time. Okay. Alaska Airlines passengers who survived the mid-air door blow yeah. Do you see what their compensation is from Alaska Airlines? Uh, is it like a voucher for like Chipotle at their local? No, it's more than, it's more than that. Okay. But... Probably not much. Oh, my gosh. What do you I, guess? I, uh, maybe a flight reimbursement? No, no, no. More than that. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, I, mean, I mean, flight reimbursement. I don't know if there's a flight reimbursement in terms of that flight. I would assume. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Everybody got a full refund on that flight. Okay. I, I mean, do they get do they get a piece of the plane that came off as a collector's item? I mean, I I honestly don't know. They got a fifteen hundred dollar cash payment. That's it. I don't think that's enough. No, and I know that there. No, were, that's that's not. There were one hundred and seventy seven passengers. Um. Okay, let me do the math. A board. No, no, no. I don't even care doing the math on that. 177. Those people should have got a few grand a piece at the very least. Yes. Alaska Airlines, you, you can afford that. That 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 amounts to $26,550 for all of those people for the hell and trauma that you put them through. That is not enough. I, and here's here's the, I have to imagine, Henry, that part of this is also by you said was it a cash pay? 
It's a cash payment. Oh, yep. okay, a cash payment because some yeah, of those. Yeah, no, 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 not, not not in terms of a, it was a, it was it was a cash payment, fifteen hundred dollar cash payment to cover any incidental ex, uh, expenses to ensure their immediate needs were taken care of. I'm sorry. How about you bump that up to like twenty five hundred or three thousand? Because I'm dead serious. I, like well, you overcompensate because of your bad. Yes, I, I mean, what do they call those? Um, oh gosh, I watch enough Judge Judy back in the day to. To know what the when your plaintiffs get the the pain and suffering, and there's a lot of extra, you know, charges that are inclined with that's that's not enough. And I maybe the the text line will help me out. I'm, I'm blanking right now, but oh, you're the, talking about the um you, punitive about, damage. I was just about to say punitive, punitive damage. Yeah, yes. punitive damages. Thank you. Fifteen hundred dollars, and I I have to imagine that the caveat is okay. If you agree to this payment, you are therefore waiving any future liability. That's what I would assume. In the, yep. in, in one of the people, that's a getcha. In one of the people in this uh, in this art, because what I'm reading from now is from People magazine. One passenger is weighing their legal options uh, for the price the airline put on passengers' trauma. I, I would totally, and you know me, I'm traumatized anyway. I would, I'd be like fifteen hundred dollars. I'd be like, man, I'm going. We're going to court. That's ridiculous. Yeah, there, there's no defense for this, but they're going to – I'm sure Alaska Airlines is banking on a lot of people. Oh, man, $1,500. You sign it, you accept it, and therefore you're waiving any liability to a future class action lawsuit. That's what they do, and people are going to accept it. But, yeah, I I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, no, man, this was this was hell. They are lucky that there were not two people sitting next to that door. Oh, totally. If if people because they say the wind snatched the shirt off of, off of um, a child. Yeah, oh, yeah, and and the child wasn't sitting next to the. I no. mean, they were. <sighs> yeah, like the, there was a parent, and I think maybe if it's in this story or another one, but there's a parent that had to like grab their child. But it, I, I mean, oh, man, again, this is something you see on in in, in movies. <sighs> something like this happens. This is absolutely. Outrageous, $1,500. It can't buy you that peace of mind. No, it can't. It can't. And by the way, the reason why I want to continue to, to, to mention this about how it's not going to negatively uh, necessarily impact us here at Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport is because, like I mentioned, the lack of those planes that come in and out of MSP. Mm-hmm. So, And we know that they've been grounded. So here is the running count, according to the Minneapolis Star Tribune, of the the airlines cancellations at MSP of those particular airplanes. United on January the 8th, three of those flights. January the 9th, United one flight. January the 10th, two United flights, two Alaska Airlines flights. January 11th, four United flights. January the 12th, three Alaska Airlines flights, two United flights, and then January the 13th, um it, it looks like there's going to be one cancellation. So tonight, there were four United Airlines flights canceled because of them being 737 uh, Boeing Max 9s. How much responsibility? Four flights tonight. Yeah. Uh, how, how much, and I know we've been talking about Alaska Airlines, uh, how much are, are we are we looking at the wrong place with uh, Alaska Airlines, or is this... When we're talking about the 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 blame, is that 
more on Boeing, I or would, is there a shared responsibility here? Well, well f- first off, it's on Boeing, okay? But this is what I'm saying. If I'm Alaska Airlines, I would give the people what I think is adequate compensation because I don't think the $1,500 is enough. But I would I would want to be getting that money per Boeing. Like, but Boeing's got to make right. They got to do good by the – because the, the people can't get the money from Boeing. Unless – I mean, they can go to court, right? They can. They're, direct, they're directly buying tickets from Alaska Airlines. So, so yeah, I, I get the point about Boeing because it's really on Boeing. It's, it's, it's on Boeing, but, yeah. but, but for the passengers, they have to get what you, they're going to get from Alaska Airlines. And I think that Alaska Airlines needs to deal with Boeing on that particular back end. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so – yeah, I, I do. I do, yeah. I was just going to – I was thinking like a secondary layer, like, okay, yeah, the $1,500 basically buys Alaska Airlines. It, it, it removes the liability, but then you still have the underlying issue with Boeing is kind of what I was, was, I was getting at. Yeah. The, uh, I think somebody's questioning your math. Yeah. Th- this is, this is what happens when I quickly look at my phone. <laughs> Because I put it there, and they're like, "Hey, I thought the math fifteen hundred dollars from one seventy seven is two sixty five five hundred. I'm like, "Yeah, I missed a zero. That's my bad." But I did say face palm. Yes, it's. See, this is what happens when a radio guy tries see, to well, do what math. What happened was what happened was I tried to do math, and I even used a calculator. How do you screw up math using a calculator? Who does that? Hey, this guy so screwed it up. He's you mentioned real quickly before we go to break and we and then we get into headline. I mean, get into headlines. Mm-hmm. Right now, the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, put it like this. Let me rephrase it. Mm-hmm. The Boston Celtics trail by thirty one points. Oh my god, thirty two well, points. Don't don't let me do the math. No, thirty two points. I, I thirty two points. No, no. You're, the math is is thirty two points, right? Well, what is it? One thirty three to one hundred one. That's isn't that thirty? It's thirty two points. Yes. Yeah, that's thirty two. That's what I just said. But when you saw it, it was ninety. No, was I'm, lo- I'm looking at now. No, it's thirty four now because I'm looking at ESPN.com. Oh, see, I'm watching the TV, and the yeah. TV's behind so I'm ESPN, right, and you're wrong. All right, so so well, not when I was watching thirty four points, right? Yes. <laughs> that's terrible, isn't it? I think the Bucks need to give the Wolves like half this win because the Wolves softened up the Celtics. Answer the question. That's terrible, right? Oh, it's awful. They trail the, the, the Celtics trail by 34 points. Yeah. Milwaukee emptied their bench with four minutes left to go in the third quarter. This game was never close. The Portland Trailblazers mm-hmm. trail Oklahoma City after three quarters. By 62 points. 62? No. <laughs> you're, you're kidding me. It's 118 to 56. 118 to 56. <laughs> so does that mean we need to... So after tonight, I think we need to... That's unbelievable. I mean, so oh what, what, is, what does the NBA do? Do they, do they contract the, the Boston Celtics and the Portland? Well, we knew Portland was going to be bad. 
But they're down by 62. 62 points. They're down by more points than, than they scored. scored. Exactly. Final segment. We got headlines. That's next here on The Lake Show. All right. Before we get out of here, let's dive into headlines, which we were not able to get into a little bit earlier. But uh, nonetheless, we do it uh, before we're done. All right. Let's get to it. H. Lake, a big lake woman is now the 17th person to plead guilty in connection to feeding our future. The fraud scheme that defrauded taxpayers out of hundreds of millions of dollars meant to help feed children during the COVID-19 pandemic. 53-year-old Sharon Denise Ross appeared in federal court on Wednesday and pleaded guilty to one count of wire fraud. Court documents reveal that Ross was the executive director of the nonprofit House of Refuge, Twin Cities, in St. Paul. Ross claimed to have severed, uh, served nearly 900,000 meals between September 2021 and February 2022 using $2.4 million in fraudulent federal child nutrition program funds. The meals were reportedly served at dozens of locations in the Twin Cities by a vendor called Brava Cafe, a restaurant in Minneapolis run by Hannah Markigan. Instead, prosecutors said Ross gave the money to family members, used it to pay for vacations, a suite at a Timberwolves game, and to purchase a home. Ross will be sentenced at a later date. I said, now, do we look poorly upon the Minnesota Timberwolves because this woman... I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, I, 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 I knew you were going to. You can. No, no, no. We, you, we can don't look. You, don't you go. There. No, we can look badly on the Timberwolves for many, many things. This is not one of them. Wow. Yes. Get back the fraudulent money. Get back. To, find out what day, what game. Get it back with interest and block them from ever attending a game at Target Center again. Oh, and prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. Okay. Here's kind of a disturbing story, Henry, and I'll just try and piecemeal it together because it, it is, again. Yeah, this is disturbing. It is. The bodies of two men who died while incarcerated in Alabama's prison system were missing their hearts or other organs when returned to their families. This according to a federal lawsuit. The family of Brandon Clay Dotson, who died in state prison in November, filed a federal lawsuit last month against the Alabama Department of Corrections. Now they're saying his body was decomposing and his heart was missing when his remains were returned to his family. In a court filing in case last week, the daughter of Charles Edward Singleton, another deceased inmate, said her father's body was missing all of his internal organs when it was returned in 2021. Uh, Basically, what they're saying is that these bodies were brought to a funeral home and it said that the bodies were brought back with no internal organs after he after death. Wait, 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 wait. They were brought to the funeral home that way? Yeah. Or the organs were taken out at the funeral home, they're claiming. There were no organs when they when they got when, there. when they got to the funeral. Yeah. It's on the jail. Yeah, it's it's on the jail. Uh, a federal judge held a hearing in the Dotson case last week. Uh, AL.com reported that the hearing provided no answers to the location of the heart. Lawsuit filed by Dotson family contended that the heart might have been retained during a state autopsy with the intention of giving it to the medical school at the University of Alabama at Birmingham for research purposes. But attorneys for the university said that it was bald spec- uh, speculation, wrote in a court filing that the university did not perform the autopsy and never received any organs. Let me let me say this real quick. And by the way, we got a minute left, right? We got yeah, we can so, end so, on this. So, one. so this is it. This is it. I don't think that when I pass, there will be an autopsy done. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can call, you can say, well, what's the deal? 
Like my family, that's not really how. And everybody's different. You don't want to know. You don't want to know the cause of death. Well, I'm just saying, like cultures are different. Like in terms of like in terms of like because you're you're you know you're you're doing things to the body and all that. And a lot of my family members just don't believe in that. And so um so yeah I, I yeah I mean once I'm gone I'm gone. Okay. Okay. Are you an organ donor? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I am too. I am too. But now I need to rethink this. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're an organ donor. Just don't go to an organ. No, I know. T- I'm just saying. I mean. Well, I know, but just don't go to an organ taker and you're going to be okay. Oh. That is disturbing, though. That's, I, that's, that's, it's beyond disturbing. Like, shut that jail down. What's, what's going on here? Yeah. I think that's the least of the problems. Man. I'm just going to wrap up the show. Talk to you guys tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, right here on The Good Neighbor. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 